serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, and what a show we have for you. So big, we could do two shows. So coming up at 4 o'clock... We bring you midterm mayhem. Mayhem. Uh, every day at 4.05, the madness, the mayhem that is the 2022 midterm election. Representative Liz Cheney is going to join us. She's in Phoenix. And she doesn't like Carrie Lake. She does not. So we've got a Republican Liz Cheney, as conservative as you could get, voted with Donald Trump, what, 93% of the time? 93% of the time. Uh, we know how she feels again uh, about Trump. And Liz Cheney feels the same way about Carrie Lake. And that's one of the reasons she's in Phoenix. So Liz Cheney will join us at 4.05. That should be really, really interesting. Also, at 3 o'clock, um, we're uh, going to talk to former Arizona Governor Jan Brewer. Remember how she couldn't get a meeting with Carrie Lake? Yeah. Well, she got a meeting with someone who's running for governor. It's just not It's not Carrie Lake. Let's see here. Well, right now, there's only two people. I'm going to tell you right now. That's going to be off the hook at 3.05. Off the chain. Make sure you're here. Okay, yesterday, I think we started the show. Did we start with fentanyl yesterday? We started with fentanyl yesterday. We had a, a kid that overdosed at, uh, uh, was it the Canyon High School? The the high school where you go. And it's uh, kind of for youth offenders and kids struggling in certain ways. Uh, and uh, one died and two were taken to the hospital. And what we were wondering yesterday was this. And now we have the answer. Do your kids know about how dangerous fentanyl is? It's a synthetic opioid. It's prescribed for pain. Uh, it's 100 times more potent than morphine. And what's happening is kids are getting their hands on a pill that does one thing or another, and it's laced with fentanyl, and it's killing kids. Yeah. Okay, so yesterday we said, I wonder if Arizona kids know about fentanyl. And we also asked, have you as a parent out there had had to talk. Listen to this. Uh, there's a new survey, and it found nearly half of Arizona teenagers have never heard of the drug fentanyl. Scary. Okay. So let's break it down. 47% of eighth graders. Do any of you have a seventh or eighth grader out there? Uh, about half of eighth graders have never heard of fentanyl. Uh, now, let's, let's see. Let's, what, is, what would, let's see, Jack is in yeah. sixth grade. He's in middle school. So they do uh, sixth, seventh, or, okay. or seventh, eighth. He's in middle school now. Yeah. So uh, he knows about it because uh, we've had we've had chats about drugs. Right. And uh, so does uh, my, uh, my stepdaughters. They know about it, too. Okay, they know about fentanyl. Absolutely. Okay, because what we tried to you know discuss yesterday is that uh, you take you take a pill and it's laced with fentanyl. You'll never take another pill again because it'll probably kill you. That's how dangerous this this is. It's pouring over the border. Uh, it's made in China. It's made in Mexico. It's pouring over our border. Seventy percent of what comes into the United States of America comes through Arizona. So soak that up for a minute. Wow. Don't wow. they talk about it in school anymore? I, I don't know what they talk about. They, they talk about pronouns. So well, uh, th this is more important. But they, I remember plenty of drug talks when I was oh, in school. We had the Red Ribbon Week where, where everybody had to wear the red ribbon and you couldn't, you know, it was, every day was like a special class. We of had the police drugs. come in yes. and talk and sometimes bring things and show when, us and say, this is what you want to look and out And the sniffy for. dog would yeah. come in and stuff. I think, it's, I think that's a question we should find out. So we're going to reach out to, to, to some schools and teachers. Um, are you having that talk in school? So um, an Arizona youth survey found about half of eighth graders have never heard of fentanyl. Uh, if you're in 10th grade, 33% have never heard of fentanyl. 
If you're in 12th grade, 25% have never heard of fentanyl. So I think you got to start young. Young, yeah. The 12th graders are starting to hear about it. But if you're in 8th grade, you're not really hearing much about it. You don't know what it is. And you know why the 12th graders are probably hearing about it? Because chances are either somebody in their school or one of the surrounding schools has probably already had an issue or died. Yeah. So it's a little bit more top of mind where, you know, maybe you're just just sneaking over your friend's house when you're in 8th grade to go, hey, we're going to have a day party. Mom and Dan aren't going to be there or something. The fentanyl's not on their mind yet because they're not quite at that point where... They're that hard of a partier yet. Yeah, there are. Uh, there's uh, someone named uh, what was it? Andrew Lefever. He's executive director at the Arizona Criminal Justice Commission, uh, and says that this is the number one threat in Arizona. It's fentanyl. You, you believe that? I mean, we have kids I, in school absolutely. who are committing suicide because of anxiety and depression and you know other other things, but. Um, when it comes when it comes to taking a pill, uh, it seems that a lot of these pills that look like a Xanax that look like um, what's another one? That they, well, uh, you got like Xanax, you got uh, Adderall. That's a big one. Adderall, are, you know, some of those pills that you like, like Ritalin and okay. things like that. Who are Oxy? I don't know if they're really doing what they're know. really looking for in a lot of ways is like Ritalin and like what would be essentially speed. Right, right, and you know you have to address the underlying issues of why a kid is trying to take a pill is the kid trying to take a pill because he's riddled with anxiety yeah so he wants a a xanax and he goes and he purchases one like the kid in la did a couple weeks ago she took the pill she was she was dead in a matter of minutes because it was laced with fentanyl and so you know we have schools we have uh, libraries around the country that are having the drug narcan there so they could you know, jab it into somebody if if they see someone ODing. Um, so a little bit more of the study of the 12th graders reported in the study. OK, so 12th grade was 25 percent of 12th graders. Uh, is it they haven't heard of it? Is yeah, that what it is. OK, I want to make sure I get that. 25 percent uh, haven't uh, uh, heard of it. Uh, let's see. In the study, the most commonly abused substance in a 30-day period is alcohol, marijuana, e-cigarettes, marijuana concentrates. But also, you know, that's... I, that doesn't surprise me. No, that doesn't surprise me because, either. especially for younger, again, you're 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 not starting with meth. No, of course you're, not. You're going out, you know, uh, and you're going to your friend's mom. I mean, we I saw it with some some of the you know the kids I grown up with. They they go over to somebody's house. Mom and dad isn't home. They ditch school. They drink a little. Maybe they smoke some weed or or cigarettes. And and you don't start. Nobody's like, hey, my first thing I'd like to do is hit some heroin. Right. But because pills and so many kids are on Ritalin. And stuff like that. That's one of the things you got to watch out for. Yeah, uh, there's um, there is a parent named Sherry, and her son died in 2019. An overdose, one pill laced with fentanyl, and they found that after his autopsy. So her son took one pill, and it was laced with fentanyl, and he he died. So. She's this mom is kind of going around. Maybe we should put her on. Yeah. She's going around schools and she's she's, you know, coming from it as a perspective of a parent who's lost a child because of this drug. So she said, hey, my son battled depression in the year leading up to his death uh, and one 
pill can kill. She says that doesn't work for her, though. They, you have to do a lot more. Even though one pill killed my son, she said. Um, I still want that that pe- you know people to know that, but she says it's got to go much deeper. You've got to show kids. You got to be honest with this. Yeah, you know, you show the kids. You know, the whole scared straight thing back in the seventies. Uh, if you've never seen it, it was very famous, uh, where they took these kids who were close to being in a position where they were going to go down the path of prison. They were in juvenile facilities. They took them to real prison and let them see real prisoners, and it was all about scared straight. This feels like one of those moments where. You know what? Uh, me telling you isn't going to be as impactful as me showing you. Right. Right. Um, this woman was talking about he was getting ready to leave the house. February of 2019. We exchanged the I love yous. And, and, and then he was dead. And that was it. So how many times do you exchange the I love yous with your kid and they go to school? Um you, and then they they don't at least in this case they don't they didn't come he didn't come home he didn't come home and so this is why we just say have that have that talk with your kids so if you're just joining us there's a new study out on fentanyl 47 percent of eighth graders have never heard of fentanyl 33 percent of 10th graders have never heard of fentanyl and 25 or 12 percent of 12th graders have never heard of fentanyl and it, it's killing it's so dangerous so dangerous all right Coming up next, uh, gas is $5 per gallon in Arizona. It's $6 on the way. Oh. Do I hear six? Six, give me six, give me six, give me six. It's a Gatos and Chad show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Hey, we got an uh, amazing podcast, which you're going to want to download, especially if you can't listen to all the show, which is shame on you, because uh, we always have great stuff. Like today, we got the governor on, we're going to have Phyllis Cheney on. Uh, it's called the Gatos and Chad Show podcast, uh, and you can get it anywhere. Your iPhone, your Android, you go subscribe right there. Boom. Brought to you by Keller Royce, Keller Williams, Realty East Valley. Get a higher price selling your home. Get guaranteed offers. Go to highestprice.com. Highestprice.com. All right, Liz Cheney, uh, Congresswoman uh, Wyoming, lost her reelection uh, to a MAGA uh, candidate, um, but she's heading up the January 6th uh, uh, deal with Trump. Uh, Liz Cheney at 4.05 today. Let's see if we can get her to, uh, to uh, maybe make an announcement. She's going to run for president. Could she run as an independent? She could. Yeah. It's a possibility. Okay. Liz Cheney at 405. And really, the reason we're having her on, you know, it's interesting. She's a Republican. She wants Carrie Lake nowhere nowhere near Arizona's governor's office. And I think it's a fair question. Are you coming into our town to tell us why you don't want her? Yeah. Okay. So that's 405. Uh, and I hope it's because I hope this isn't one of those tours where anything Trump says, I'm going against. I want a real answer of why you don't like this person. I think I know what some of that is, but I don't want it to be the Trump hate tour because it's personal between them, obviously. Yeah, it's personal. I mean, but I don't know if she feels the same way I feel. Like, if you're an election denier, you're not getting my vote. I, she probably feels that way. And yeah, I, would I, hope mean, so. I, I mean, she's I on the January 6th. She's right. chair of the January 6th committee. Well, yeah. I just want to see if, you know, if, if there's more to it than that or, you know, are you just coming here in spite? Because you will do stuff out of spite. People will. Or she's choosing her country over a party, which no one else does. And, I, and maybe that's exactly what she's doing. She thinks it's more important. Nobody does that. Maybe she does. No, nobody does that. Very no. few. Uh, do you know the ones who do that? You, know, you don't hear about them because they're voted out. 
That's too bad. Yeah. All right. Liz Cheney at 405. All right. Gas, uh, $5 per gallon in Arizona. $6 on the way, Chad? Yeah, there's a chance. Oh, my gosh. We never got to six, did we? OPEC today. For unregular? For unleaded? Sorry? No, No, I don't think we did. We got for the super, like, she-she people. You guys got to six. Yeah. But uh, OPEC today said that they're going to uh, really just decrease the amount of output, which will push prices artificially higher. Uh, so, and, uh, they slap in the face first to the White House because not only did they do that, then they came out and talked about the, 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 the brotherhood and kinship that they have with Saudi Arabia and Saudi Arabia and Russia are pals now. Hmm. I'd look right at Saudi Arabia if I was cool Joe right. and say, Hey dude, next time you guys want to buy weapons, I'm going to give them to your neighbors for free. Okay. Hope we guys understand that. Uh, I'm no fan of Joe Biden. But uh, weren't we all told, weren't people saying, well, the president, he's controlling the gas prices. It's not supply and demand. It's uh, it's the president. We should be blaming Biden for gas prices. Well, he had a chance early on, I think, to get over there. And he remember, he would not do it. He but waited it sound like OPEC is the one that well, is. OPEC definitely is always. OK, so is it part. OPEC or the president? I don't I don't. Well, here's I'm the thing r- with OPEC. I'm not rooting for one answer. I just want an answer. OPEC is going to play a price. It's going to definitely play a much bigger part in this because... So OPEC is screwing us. But here's the thing. We had opportunities to drill, and nobody wants to drill anymore. I understand that. It's too hard to drill in this country, so why would you? Well, and it should not be too hard. Well, that's a big part of it. Right. Okay. So, I mean, everybody's got a part to play. uh, So, So, but right now it's OPEC who's screwing us. Yeah, because there's a bit there, of that. Because we have two million barrels less. What were we at? Two million barrels less a day. Yep. And so and that's consumption gonna, is back up. So I'm just saying that does OPEC set the cost of gas prices? No, but what they set is the amount of oil that's out there in the free market, right. which well, will if, drive prices higher. If my prices are higher because OPEC is cutting oil production by two million barrels a day, they're setting the price. They're yes, the ones making the, me the pay thing. more. We have the opportunity to go out and drill, but again, I'm not saying we Joe have Biden's, too much restrictions here. It's not worth it. It's cost prohibitive yeah. to do that. Yeah, but yeah, OPEC's a big part of this. There's no doubt about that. We've always known that. All right. So what's the solution? What drill. do we do here? Drill, baby, drill. All right. That's not going to happen because we have a president who doesn't want to do expect it. Expect so. to pay more money. That's it. That's it. Expect to pay more money. So Biden can't go to OPEC talk. He figure could. something out. But is he going to? I mean, look how long it took him. How many times? I mean, for months they said, look, he's got our number. Mm-hmm. And he never bothered to call. And this is a slap in his face, which I think is a bunch of BS. How so? Because you know what? He went over there finally. He capitulated. So so Biden went to Saudi Arabia Remember and that? asked. Yes. Asked for oil. Asked for I don't oil. know what happened with and, it. And, you know, I mean, again, it, they, they said they had an understanding. Uh, but... It's it's frustrating. It is. It's frustrating. It's frustrating, especially in Arizona, because we are paying more than most of the country. Yep. Right. I was just in Texas over the weekend. Three dollars a gallon. That's it. That's that's all. We're at five. Five. And yes, we can also blame California. Uh, don't they have a couple of refineries that are they offline? Four refineries and, that are offline. Two yeah. because it's you know they you know they're taking them offline for maintenance. Two that surprisingly went offline. But now I mean it's desperate enough that uh, you know uh, the old governor over there you know uh, Gruesome Newsom he said hey uh, uh, let's let's move earlier to the winter blend because it's cheaper. Good. 
Well, is, that's good then. It is, but that's how desperate they are because well, they're, they're looking at seven, eight, nine bucks. My wife passed. Uh, she's out there right now with my daughter. She's got medical stuff out there, and uh, she's out there right now. She's like, I'm by Disneyland. It's eight dollars for gas. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Gas. It's unbelievable. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy is right. All right, we're at five dollars a gallon, and it doesn't. And it looks like it's going to go up. Yeah. So it looks like it's going to go up. All right. Coming up next. Coming up. Uh, a special edition of uh, Woke Wednesday, everyone. Woke. Uh, Chad is going to deliver Woke Wednesday because, you know, we want to know, will you end up eating the gay M&M? Okay. <laughs> That's next. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yeah, boom, 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 boom. Awesome. What's the deal with Scooby-Doo? Because um, this is a little bit of uh, Woke Wednesday for you, Chad Benson. Yeah. Woke Wednesday. Yeah. Woke Wednesday. Okay. Well, uh, Velma's a lesbian. Okay. Beloved cartoon Scooby-Doo is revamping. A clip from the new Halloween movie is going viral online. One of the main characters, Velma. You- Which one's Velma? She's the, the nerdy one with the glasses. Oh, got it. All right. Like me, might remember her from the 80s, is mm-hmm. fawning over a female costume designer, leading viewers to ascertain she is now finally out as gay. Okay. Has Scooby-Doo gone woke? Uh, no. You know who goes woke? The people that create these things because they think everybody in America is waiting for these things. This past weekend, bros debuted which was supposed to be the greatest movie of all time the funniest comedy in the, the in uh this this century said rolling stone uh it was a rom-com gay comedy and nobody saw it and now everybody who didn't see it is homophobic why because the, if you live in new york and la you think this is what everybody wants but you know what people want to do they want to be entertained does her being gay make them catch all those ghosts better? Velma? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. I don't, no, of course not. But does her being gay allow a kid who is gay to relate to this character? First of all... I, well, I don't know. I have a four-year-old. She likes Scooby-Doo. Yeah. She has no idea what gay or straight is. Okay. So she this means nothing to her. No, but what, if, what about a 10-year-old? Maybe. I don't... I, yeah, again, maybe. I, I, I don't know, but... Do you ha- like? Do is you it, have to put it in everything? Is That's it, the issue. And you and I have talked about. Is it, it necessary? There you go. Is yeah. it is it necessary for the entertainment of everything? Okay. And when people say everybody's homophobic, well, last time I checked, Brokeback Mountain did 180 million dollars and won Academy Award. Yeah. Uh, you you had uh, several Boys Don't Cry Academy Award. All of those things. Those were LGBTQ stories. You know, I always go back to this Modern Family. Was really a modern family. And it wasn't forced. See, maybe that's what it is, Chad. This was one of the shows that if you watched, you know, all those years ago, the pilot of the show, you noticed, okay, they have two gay men. All right. Then you've got an older guy who married uh, Sofia Vergara, much more, much young. It's kind of different, kind of modern, I guess. Then you had the traditional uh, mom, dad, three kids. Yes. Okay. Uh, The gay couple... uh, uh, they adopted uh, Lily from, or, or, or was it Vietnam? Yeah, Vietnam. She's Chinese okay. or Vietnam, something right, like that. Right. And it was one of those things where, when I was watching it, it did it did not feel forced. And I think you hit you hit you hit it right on the nose. That show was so good, and I don't know if they 
they did it because they thought it'd be a great show or they did it because we've got to make sure that everybody can relate to at least one of the characters. But it seems now, um, you know, there are certain shows where they kind of just shoehorn a character in and, you know, you're not. I mean, I can give you an example. Uh, I I don't remember. Uh, I watched this show with my wife. It's um, I don't remember what it's called. It's on ABC, and I haven't seen it because you know, one of the women was married to a man. They had a baby and a kid and all, and then they divorced. She's gay, and I look at it. I go, that's that, I don't. Uh, she's forty. Okay, maybe maybe you know she hit it before, but, but she was perfectly fine with this man for many years. And it seems like the writers just said, okay, let's let's turn her into a lesbian, and we'll see how that story goes. But I kind of watch, and I go, I don't know if that's believable. But when I watch Modern Family, it's all believable because, and again, the forcing is it, you know, like, and especially for something like this where the you know people say oh, it's indoctrination. Well, go and look at all of the modern characters nowadays. Spider Man, I mean, Superman's gay. Right, Thor is no longer well, Superman's not gay in the comics. He's gay now. Yes, I thought that was his son. No, no, gay. no, no. And then in the latest, oh, by the way, wait, Clark Kent is gay. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know. So, that. Uh, uh, no, you've got Thor's not Thor anymore. Right? Okay, what is Thor? Thor's not. He's just a regular guy because she became Thor. Like oh, they're changing things along the way, and you're thinking to yourself, you're 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 pushing stuff out there that doesn't need to be. This was something. Whether she is, or, look, we all know that she was gay. We Her, also all know that the other one's who? hot for Freddie Velma. Velma. So Velma in uh, Scooby Doo yeah. is now a lesbian, and we all know that Becky Scooby and Shaggy smoke weed. Uh, Becky, Lynn, I you're, didn't. You're looking at me. I watched Scooby Doo, and I never thought about any of that stuff. All I, I know was were... that they climbed in that van and they went around and they saw mysteries and they were great fun. Good, good point. Did you think uh, uh, Velma was gay? Absolutely not. Never no. crossed my mind. I don't know that I even knew what it was. Right. And, but, but, and so it, why change it? Why, why we change cha- it? Yeah. Because you're trying to prove a point. You think everybody is crying out for this kind of stuff everywhere. Eminem we're talking about. Now they have an inc- inclusive Eminem. It's purple. It's purple. Right. It's, it's inclusive. From what? From the brown one? The red one? The orange one? I didn't know they didn't have a purple the one. The yellow one, the blue had, one. Hmm. Well, they should have had a purple one. The I new, mean, they just should, they just should. The new character, M and M's. Uh, this one's name is Purple. Uh, resembles a peanut M M&M and M candy piece, and was designed to represent acceptance and inclusivity. And I just I don't know. I'm not. That, I don't think about that when I'm when I'm tearing into that no. thing and no. eating it. Yeah, but like it's like does they? I, I would say does the purple one taste different? That's the only thing I'd have. Or I'd be like, hey, there's a purple one. I never really realized. I don't know. I, but it's I don't the fact it. that you have to come out and announce and instead of, we've got a new color. I'm not supposed to think of them as having any sexual relations or being in love. They're candy. But you're pushing, you're pushing something because you think everybody wants that. And that's why I like this past weekend. That movie failed gloriously because the thing they forgot, number one, is people want to be entertained. Yeah. And instead, you tried to make a movie that matters. And people are like, I'm not entertained by that. And it's not because you're homophobic hmm. that you didn't go see it. Sorry, it just wasn't entertaining. There's no star power. And it just wasn't, you know. It, it, there was nothing about it. They've got another one they're trying again, but it's got the guy from uh, Sheldon. What's his name? Jim. Uh, uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he's going to star in another one, and it's going to be in February. You don't release a rom-com on Halloween time. Come on. All right, up next. Up next. If your spouse told you, listen, 
I need you to quit your job. I know you love the job. The job is hurting our family. Would you do it? Would you quit? Talk about it next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. All right, coming up at 4.05, midterm mayhem. Mayhem. The madness of mayhem that is the 2022 midterm election. Representative in Congress, Liz Cheney, joins us on the show at 4.05. She is here in Phoenix. She's here to do some speaking engagements, but it sounds to us like she's also here to campaign against Carrie Lake. This is a Republican in Liz Cheney and basically as, what, conservative as you could get. Um, she is uh, very much against another Republican, and that is Carrie Lake. Yeah. Very outspoken. We're going to talk to Liz Cheney at four. All right, three o'clock, Jan Brewer will join us, our election insider. Uh, she's got some scoop for us from what we understand. And it has to deal with Katie Hobbs. Ooh. Uh, and this is a 10 out of 10, from what I understand. I'm just saying. 10 out I don't, of 10. Yeah, we're not sure exactly what it is yet, but it's something big. So that's three. Okay. So, all right, Chad, you're a great example of this. Uh, you know, for those of you that don't know, I always say this. You know, Chad has a, a morning show. It's national. It's all over the country. Uh, and then uh, he, he and he does it from our studios here uh, in uh, at KTAR. So, you know, he does that for a few hours in the morning because he, he wakes up at 2 a.m. And then does the morning uh, uh, show that goes national. Uh, you stay here and then we do the show and then you go home at 6 p.m. But you're here for 15 hours a day. You're yeah. actually in the building for 15 hours a day. Yeah. And then two hours driving. So it's 17 hours. Right. It's brutal. You have an hour drive home, an hour drive. Right. Um. If your wife said, listen, you got to quit. I love you. Uh, your job is killing us. It's hurting me. It's hurting the kids. Uh, what would you do? And the reason I bring this up, and I want to hear what you have to say about this, because you're a pretty good example. Uh, Tom Brady and uh, Giselle are, are they've hired divorce lawyers. And so, you know, we have all the drama over the summer of Tom Brady retired and he unretired. And then we heard Giselle was furious. She doesn't want him to get hurt. He's 45 years old, still plays great. Uh, I was never a Tom Brady fan because I always hated New England. Uh, this is a pretty stand up guy, well liked, decent human being. Right? I know I, I can't believe I'm saying that, but if he was still in New England, he'd be a bum. But I kind of feel bad. Like these two are going to break up over his job. So if your spouse told you you got to quit what you love, and that's what Giselle told Brady, would you do it? Chad, what would you, what would you well, do? Here's the thing. If I made her a promise, look, I'm, I'm only going to do one of these shows. Uh, or I'm, I'm going to cut do this. my day. I'm going to cut my day so we spend more time together. And I made her that promise, and then it went back on that promise. That would be tough to live with. Yeah, it w that would be tough. And so that's really what it, you nailed it. That's what it is. Yeah, and it's not like they're hurting for money. Like for a no. regular person, maybe it would be hurting for money. Like, man, we can't afford to stop this now. Right. They've got more than enough money and then some between the two. I think they're worth about six, seven hundred million dollars. Right. It's not about money. It's about the passion he has for his job and really the fact that he can play just as well as anybody on the field, even though he's 45. Yeah. Which is insane. Yeah. It's insane. They lost this last weekend. He's still out. He's still out dueled uh, Mahomes as far as his numbers. Yeah. He didn't outduel Mahomes, though. Mm -mm. That was garbage time. Mahomes really good. Anyway, that's a football but question. It, it, it's. But, 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 like, yeah. What do you do? 
because he wants to come back and play. And it, like I could just think, all right, if 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 there's someone out there you're listening, you love your job and you actually can't get you can't wait to get to work every day. And but it's hurting your family. See, and especially it's tough with men too because that's where we get our identity. Yeah. You know, I uh, isn't that where you get your identity? That's where I get my identity is with my job. I know a lot of you guys are like, hey, I've got kids. I'm a dad, too. No, I get it. I get it. But a lot of times it's tied to your your, your job. You know, because I've done so many other things. I mean, I'm blessed to do this. It, it's, you know, I mean, I could always, if I had to, obviously I'd do something else. But the again, the big issue, but I've always, it doesn't matter for me. I'm sure with, like with Tom, I'm sure if Tom went tomorrow and that what they've already offered him, like he's already signed with somebody to do like TV. Yeah, it's, it's not about money. But it's about for, for him, being on the though, field. I guarantee you his goal is to be the best TV person and he's probably going to overdo it. Some people like that are so driven he's, in such a way. He's so competitive. Yes. All right. Here's the thing, though. How do you live without having that competitive thing to do every day. That's a tough thing. How do you do that? Well, that's what happens with a lot of athletes. Most of us are not Tom Brady. A lot of athletes really struggle with that, right? They leave the sport and they miss the camaraderie and they miss the competition. Why do you think Charles Barkley... Gambles. Gambles. Millions of dollars. Yeah. Because he's bored. Yeah. When he was on the basketball court, it was... You know, the camaraderie, it was uh, the opponents he went against. It was trying to, to be the best you possibly could. And it was that buzz you would get from doing that. And when his career ended, he was bored. Yeah. And he's like, okay, now I got it. Now, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to go gamble. Let's play. Let's play 16 holes for a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Make it so it's uncomfortable. You yeah. Know, he'd play against, you know, like, like Michael Jordan would play against. Guys who are PGA pros who are a thousand times better than Michael could ever dream of, but he makes it so uncomfortable the amount of money he bets because it's competition. And, he and when people are driven, yep. and this guy is, and he's looking, I've got a finite time that I can do this thing. Right. So if your spouse told you to quit your job you love, would you do it? Uh, Giselle told Tom to do that. He did not do that. And now they're hiring divorce lawyers, and that's just, that's tough. All right, coming up next, former Arizona Governor Jan Brewer. She had lunch with a gubernatorial candidate. It's not Carrie Lake. Next.